Welcome to the Heart of the Matter podcast, where we talk about scripture, theology, and anything relating to God in a loving conversation. And where we try to get to the heart of the matter. Welcome to the next edition of the Heart of Matter podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hellman, and I'm glad to be with you again. Um, We are continuing this train, and uh, as we had let you guys know last time um, or the time before, we have currently released our merchandise shop, Uh, so I just want to give that right off the bat. Um, I'll kind of introduce everyone and show shirts. I've got the Prey Station shirt on right now prayer so, has no limits yep so yeah, that that cool. slogan instead of play has no limits is prayer has no limits um so we have the shirt for i think it's like somewhere around 25 bucks or, or something so uh we have really nice feels really nice fits really well we have different sizes all the way up to 2x 3x 3x um and uh so john vandaloo if we kind of switch cameras to him he's got our stones. white 12 stone shirt with our 12 stones media logo Say hi, John. How's it going, everybody? I like the shirt. 360 spin and four. No, that's okay. <laughs> 360 spin. <laughs> and then if we that, go to... Hold on. That comes in multiple colors, right? Am I wrong on that? Yeah, we have a couple. Yeah. We have a yeah, cool. black Is there and logo? gray. Okay. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> and then if we go over to Mark Baumgartner. Hey. Yeah. And if if you look at the sleeves on each of our shirts, except for the 12 stones one, but on our right sleeves, we have the 12 stones media as well, but that is the heart of the matter podcast shirt with heart of the matter right over the heart that matters. So, um, anyways, um, hearts more centered, you know? Yeah, I know. Cause it's where everything flows from. <laughs> Even your mouth, it flows from the heart. So, uh, so yes, check out our merchandise shop. Uh, you can go to our actual website and get to the, um, the, the store from there. That's 12stones.media. Uh, our store is store.12stones.media. Um, and then we just want to thank you, like we always do to start off with, if you're listening uh, to our podcast, we appreciate you listening in to it. Um, if you're new, welcome um as our church likes to say you are family now no uh and then um you know we you can catch us on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um wherever you listen to podcasts we are also on the youtube as the old people like to say or the book of faces uh for a page um we have a page up there for our podcast you can like put prayer requests um anything you want to post if you hate us you can let us know um, but just give a like, share, whatever you, uh, want to do there. Um, we would ask again, um, we feel like God wants to bless people through this podcast, through this media ministry. And, um, you know, we've opened up the merchandise shop to make it, uh, more palatable for someone to like, instead of just donating money, you can actually get something in return. But, um, we do want to continue this ministry. We want this ministry to dive into a lot of other areas, bring people on board, and to do that, it does cost money. So um, like, share, um, give a send, shout out um, to, to a friend. If there's someone that's like on the fence about Christianity, maybe God will use this podcast to bring them to the fold. Um, so maybe share with them. You know, it takes 0.2 seconds to click the share button. 
um, unless you're like 10 feet away from your computer and then you can just do it on your phone. So, um, <laughs> you know, the older generation, if you need help, you can ask someone from a younger generation, um, with that. So <laughs> I know I'm starting to get more, uh, illiterate with the new technology. So I'm getting to that age, but yeah, just give us a like and share. We appreciate that. Um, and we are going to talk today about identity in Christ again. We are moving to a new topic, um, but before we do that, I would like to finish. We had a couple verses we didn't get to in sainthood, um, but I think we have taken that horse to the water as many times as we can currently. I'm sure we could have talked about it for four more hours, but we felt like we needed to move on uh, to the next topic. So we just want to give you guys, though, the rest of the verses that we had there um, just so you guys can, again, have more ammunition on Paul calling us saints or holy ones in Christ. Uh, so I'll read the first one here, which is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 through 19. Um, Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all pres- uh, perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me that words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Now, I know you probably want to just bang, bang, bang a couple of these verses out, but man, that is just, I love that verse. And I've quoted that so many times, Um, you know, especially in in regards to like spiritual warfare, right? Mm -hmm. Because Ephesians 6, that is the passage on wearing your spiritual armor and staying on guard, right? Mm -hmm. And I've asked people, you know, like, do you feel, especially in the Western world, right? Do you feel that you keep alert with all perseverance in your life against the spiritual realm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, that's a lot. I mean, it, I mean, it even like praying at all times. I mean, it's such like we all we we always talk about the armor, right? Wear the armor. We got the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, which all these things need to be fastened on, right? And they all come from Christ. <clears throat> but man, at the end of that all. Like pray all the time, mm-hmm. keep alert with all of your perseverance, yeah. <clears throat> making supplication, pray for all the believers, all the saints. And that, yeah. And also for me, I mean, we need to be praying for each other and staying alert and yeah. Yeah. Uh, our pastor actually is talking about at church, pastor Kim Buckman, Harvest Time Church. He's talking on the subject right now of going through the armor of God and uh, cause it's in our theme of standing And he talked about how like a lot of times we talk about putting on the armor, but the thing is, is like we should never take it off in the first place because as soldiers go home at night into their tents, they take their armor off to sleep. But when we sleep, we still need to be on guard. And that the other point he made that was, I think, a really good point is it's not our armor. It's God's armor. So God's the one who puts it on us. So we need to keep it on. It's like an eternal thing. Like, we, we need to kind of just, like you said, be on guard, be yeah, vigilant. Yeah, and like that. I would say, too, to just that point, I know this is a little off topic, but it's just like, you know, what is the helmet of salvation? Well, it's like it's it's having that faith in the salvation work of Christ, right? Which we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about that today, the completeness of Christ. Yeah. You know, so it's like the completeness of Christ and understanding that fully um, is how you keep your armor on, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, the breastplate of righteousness, yeah, like, knowing well, you're righteous. Yeah, it's like righteous. I can't. Righteous. Yeah, because he's. I can't yeah. be more righteous. Like, right, my righteousness is filthy rags. It's Christ's mm-hmm. righteousness in me, and walking in that, in that faith. Yeah, and then just down the list of all the items. You know, the belt of truth, believing the truth of Jesus, and and what the Word says over what mm-hmm. my truth is, what I want my truth to be. 
you know, if you're believing your truth over what the word of God says, then you're not wearing the belt, which is hold the girdle, you know, it's like holding everything up. Yeah. And we always think of the gospel boots as evangelism going out, but again, boots are a part of the armor, the protection of God. So you're supposed to take the scripture wherever you go to protect you. Like, so the gospel boots is wherever you step, how do you keep that belt of truth on? Well, the scriptures are there for you. The gospel, the gospel about Jesus Christ is what everything else is, the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation. So it is a defensive piece of armor as well as offensive because they, they all are, you know? So it's like all pieces are defensive, but they all are offensive in a way. So they, cause they ward off the enemy. Um, but yeah, in the scripture, uh, you know, going back to the sainthood, Paul says to pray for all the saints and to also pray for him. So was, you know, if we kind of think about this in, are we saints? Are we considered saints? Well, if Paul is saying, you know, he kind of categorizes praying for the saints and for him, is he separating himself from saints? No, he, he claimed he was also a saint. So this is to show that when Paul says to all the saints in Rome, which is, I think the next scripture we're going to be going to, um, or when he says to all the saints who are in Ephesus, or you need to pray as like all the saints in, in, in other churches or in other areas, he wasn't just excluding them from being saints. He, he, he kind of was including them with uh, being saints. Um, Romans 1, 7, John, you want to read that for us? Yeah, to all who are beloved in God, of God in Rome, called as saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 1, 7. So is there only a faction of people that are considered beloved all, by God? All who are beloved yeah. of God in Rome, called yeah. as saints. So anyone who believes in God, who is loved by God, is called a saint, you know, that has taken that step. So if we go to the um, notes there, that's, that's to show that, like, everyone in Rome that was a believer was considered a saint. Um, so it wasn't that... Well, you have the church in Rome as saints and the church in Ephesus isn't. No, that's, again, he's talking about, he's just generalizing Christians are saints. They're holy ones. Why are they holy? Because of God. Um, all right. And we'll go I to- I feel the- like it really drives the point home too, that that it's Rome, right? Like at the time where Rome would have been the greatest enemy of of like Christ, right? And Christianity. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that go takes it really it takes it really to the to the heart of the matter. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, real deep in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I think again that's something that Pastor Kim or someone touched on this week talking about like how the enemies and stuff, like when when Paul's talking about how to treat your enemies or Christ talking about how to treat your enemies, um, like these are people that would be coming knocking in your doors. Um, and so to decide, you know, oh, oh, it was about entertaining angels. The whole verse about entertaining angels is about like, you need to be careful when how you treat strangers because you could be entertaining angels. Well, this was basically, he was talking to a church that Roman soldiers would come in at any time to kick down and try to destroy the house church. Like that was trying to meet, you know, under the authority of Rome. Um, so they didn't know whether this soldier or not could be an angel of God or not. So how do you respond to that? How do you decipher between, is this an angel of God stranger that I need to, um, that's not like acting like a stranger to come in and, and break up this house church or, um, so yeah, it's, it, you know, that kind of goes in with that. So we need to be alert with all perseverance, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
And then uh, if we can go to that last verse there for sainthood, and Mark, if you want to take that, where we're still in Romans there. And, he, oh yeah, so we got Romans eight twenty seven, And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the, st- the saints according to the will of God. And that's kind of crazy too, because it's like literally he's saying that God searches the heart um, and knows the mind of the spirit. And because he's the one that intercedes for us, the ones who pray the saints according to God's will. So again, it's like this whole cyclical God's who we pray to, but he prays for us because just like in sin, it's covered us. Well, now the grace of God has covered us. So it's like, we can't go to the presence of God without his covering of grace. Well, we can't bring our prayers to God because they're still, they've still got the taint of our humanness to it. So it goes through the intercessor of the Holy spirit. He means well, but this is what he means because we know what he really wants, you know? Like, <laughs> so, And then Jesus is at the right hand of the father, yep. just like praying and interceding for us too. Yeah. Well, this, you know, well, look at me, Father. I, I <laughs> yeah. my blood was poured out, so he's covered. You know, I know you see John, but you it's just a cool. Yeah, it's just look the, through my eyes. The system, yeah, the system that God has in place is really unique. Is just yeah. he's got it all covered. You know, yeah. he's yep. got it. He's yeah, got, literally all reading the eyes, all the eyes dotted, all the T's crossed. Uh, I was getting back into reading the unseen realm and him just talking about the Trinity and how, like, you know. Christians sometimes they they take some verses out of context, but when you see him um, like the angel of the Lord, but then there's also like the mention of Yahweh and like there's mention of three different entities within the Godhead at the same time in different aspects of the book. You know, I think uh, when Jacob falls asleep after he wrestles God, there's the picture of the angel of the Lord coming as well as Yahweh speaking and stuff like that. So it's really interesting to hear all that, you know? Um, and, and I know we've talked, well, about I just the think Trinity it's, I think, well, stuff. yeah, it's interesting too. Cause like the Spock hand, you know, like pastor Kim does that the Spock hand, this is actually a Jewish priest tradition. Oh, I, don't, really? I don't know how old it is. I don't, I don't know how far that. back it goes, but it actually is stands for like Adonai, huh. which is mm. like the three, he's the three piece God, you know, huh. it's just interesting that like the Jewish people believe that, you know, but they're blind. It just, yeah. you know, he, he's like three is the, is the number of perfection. Right. Yep. And that's like a biblical number. It's a biblical truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, God's perfection is the three in one and we are also three in one. It's just, you know, yeah. we are body, Beautiful soul, and symmetry. spirit. God created us all three in one. Yeah, man. That's where, uh, the term son of man, I, I, it was nice to read this again. Spock uh, stole that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Leonard Nimoy yeah. was probably Jewish or I, I could be wrong. I don't know if that. he was. He just went to Maybe the temple and he saw it and he was like, wow. You know, and, oh. he, and he took that. And yeah. it, it's just so crazy because that's like an iconic thing. Yeah. You Star know, Trek. Like everyone, everyone knows like that Star Trek. Isn't there a handshake like associated with this here? Or am I just uh, I imagining that? So. No, that might, the, a, that might be in a spoof movie I think of you're some th- sort. thinking of the three stooges where they put the thing up and they go. <laughs> so I, not what I was thinking, but we'll go with it. Josh is wanting to say that. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, wow. Um, and then, um, 
Did he, did they hear that? He no. doesn't have a mic. Oh, yeah. so yes, uh, we got confirmation from uh, Kiefer Strassman, who's still in house here. Radio uh, Shack, thank you. Yeah, Radio Shack, that uh, Leonard Nimoy's parents were Jewish, and so maybe that influenced that. Um, or who knows? Maybe there was an ex- executive producer or something that was Jewish. It's like, I'm going to sneak this in here, you know? Hmm. So no, I read about it on Wikipedia. Oh, that's yeah, <laughs> so it's true. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> but uh, check that. <laughs> just a quick like point about the Trinity is like you know the Son of Man that title. Um, the reason that it's used is because it, it shows the humanity of something. So mm-hmm. it was like the Son of Adam, the Son of Man, the Son of David. Those were used to show like the human form of God when it's attributed to God. And uh, Heiser talks about that about how like uh, there's really only one part where it shows like a it, it's kind of in conjunction with the deification I think in Old Testament, but like when Jesus is called son of man, it means human. So like, you know, son of man, the Christ, it's saying the human anointed one, you know, cause Christos was anointed one. So that was really cool getting to read that stuff again, mm, getting yeah. back into that a little bit. <clears throat> son uh, of man. Yeah, yeah. Just an interesting title to, to take on. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get, uh, those were the three verses that we want to make sure that we threw out there as well. There's good stuff in there. Um, like I said, we just felt like we had talked about sainthood, uh, enough for now. I'm sure it'll come back up. We wanted to kind of move on to it. Um, so just remember, you know, to always be an intercession for people. God intercedes for us, um, as the Godhead. Um, but we're going to move into being complete in Christ. And that's kind of the next topic we're going to talk about. Um, so we are going to start in Colossians, Uh, chapter 2, verse 6 through 10. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So I just wanted to really quickly kind of touch on this word complete, um, because there's some versions that use complete or filled up or fulfilled. Um, and so I have it in the Greek here, and I, I it's paleo. Um, so I don't know if we're going to we can put this up on uh, my notes here so people can see, but this, this term complete um, or fill up, it comes from the term paleo. And there's a lot of different uh, versions of filling up. Um, But it means I fill, I fill up. I got this from um, Logos and this, the guy that posted this was Alexander Souter um, from a pocket lexicon to the Greek new Testament. So to give him credit, um, but more often it's used to, I fill up to the full or I fulfill, I give fullness or completion to accomplish, carry out. So like in prophecies or other statements, which are absolutely and completely confirmed by reality or of duties, I preach fully. So this is also something that's used to preach. Um, so like when, I think when Paul's saying he preaches the gospel fully, this is kind of one of those terms that's used in that. And there's a lot of terms that coincide with this. Uh, 
baptizo, I think, is another one that kind of means um, fill up and it's like something with a joint or ligament. I know Dutch Sheets, the only reason that kind of rang a bell to me is Dutch Sheets, who is kind of um, a guy who does, it's called Give Him 15. And I, I, is he a prophet or work in the prophetic? Or I'd does say he so. Just, yeah, I'd definitely call him a, a prophet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so our pastor kind of does these things sometimes where he um, shows these and he was talking about cartartizo. But anyways, this word means to fill up or to complete. Um, and then in actually one of these concordances, I think it's the vines, it said that it means to um, to be perfected. Um, so like when you complete something or fill up, some of the other terms are like when you fill up a room. So I have some verses down here, like Luke 2, uh, 40. It's the verse where it talks about Jesus being filled with wisdom and growing in stature. Hmm. So the wisdom that God has given him, it uses this same term, paleo, to fill, that he is filled up with the wisdom of God. All the the completeness of the wisdom of the Father. Yes, yes. Acts 2, 2 as some people will probably know these verses, but Acts 2.2 is the rushing wind that comes and fills the room. This is the same term for the Holy Spirit filling the room. So like the fullness of the Holy Spirit fell upon the people. Yeah, it, so as a thought, rushing Holy, wind. Yeah, it was yeah. So like the Holy Spirit is the fullness of God himself as well in yep. the Trinity. This is a ba- uh, basic doctrine of the the trinity right yep yep mm-hmm. yep so <clears throat> and ephesians five eighteen, i'd have to look that up um i can't remember exactly why i put that one down there but it, it, it's just another connotation of uh fulfillment i think is Kiefer, you looking that up right now um yeah yeah yeah, don't yeah. get drunk on wine, but be filled with the Holy yeah. Spirit. So mm-hmm. again, talking about don't fill up with worldly things, fill up with the things of God. Um, so not alcohol, because that makes you drunk, right? That literally intoxicates you. So be intoxicated, be filled up, that you have such a sense, just like with alcohol, that you can smell the Spirit, that you can see the effects mm. of the Spirit in your life. That's weird. And so that, and, and I really think that that's the imagery that they're going with with that that scripture. So this, I just want to kind of paint a picture a little bit of this word, um, paleo, that means to fulfill or give fullness to. Now this, in this connotation in the scripture, if we go back to it, it, it shows that God, you know, Paul is saying, be filled with, um, let's see, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. So you are perfected in him. You are filled with the Holy Spirit in him. You are fulfilled in God, who is the head of all principality and power. So again, not only are you filled with that, he goes on to say that God is the head of all principality and power. All of that comes from him, and you are filled with that. You are fulfilled in that. Um, so this is to show you, don't be deceived by what the world says. You're not this lowly, humble beggar when it comes to being filled with the Holy Spirit, um, filled with God. Yes, you come with a heart that's contrite to say like, God, I need to be open to you. I need to, I need to be forgiven. I think this is interesting too, because, you know, in the middle of this, this passage, he says, beware 
lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. So it's like, you know, it's like this warning. And actually, I was thinking about this, you know, we were talking about sainthood, and I know that this is like the difference between like Protestants and Catholicism, right? Um, Their belief in saints. But I was also thinking about like purgatory uh, the other day and why Mm -hmm. purgatory is actually such a destructive um, tradition by man. And I know it's like... I know we have Abraham's bosom and there was like the holding place. Who was Jesus preaching to? Mm-hmm. You know, he was preaching to the captives. Was this the principalities? Was this demon? We don't really know exactly the mystery mm-hmm. of where Jesus went and what exactly he did, except he went and got the keys. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but why just why purgatory is such a destructive belief system is it diminishes the power and the completeness of what Christ did on the cross. Like blood, the blood of Jesus wasn't enough. Now a bunch of people need to pray for you to get into heaven. And then it becomes an, a workspace thing, right? But mm. also it takes away from Jesus's very words and the, and, and, uh, you know, like the doctrine that Paul taught about, you know, you don't let, don't let people tell you. I mean, he's literally saying, beware this philosophy of men. You are complete in him. You know, Jesus said when he was hanging on the cross, it is finished. He didn't say it's finished right now, but you're going to have to do more things later if you don't do a couple things correct in your life and you're going to end up oh. in a holding room. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, I know that there's some verses out there that, you know, people use and interpret for mm-hmm. purgatory, but it's really just basic doctrine. Like it really just takes away from everything Paul taught, everything Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And uh, you need to be wary of that. Mm-hmm. And know how to know how to defend it too, yeah. you know. If you if you have people caught in their ways believing about things like, because they're like, well, what's so wrong about that? You know, what's so wrong about believing mm-hmm. in, in purgatory? You know, it's like it's Kinda just like a tradition. A it's reincarnation like, light, if you think about it. Yeah, I've heard some destructive things. People pray. People are actually praying to people then, mm-hmm. um, which is you know. That's why they light the candles. It's a necromancy. It's actually an action that can open the door to demonic spirits. I know people don't want to believe that, but it is a it is a way um, to unlock uh, conflict in the spiritual realm that you know none of us want. Well, I think the the position too with with the Christian is supposed to be in complete surrender to God, and this is the hardest thing for man to do is to literally lay down our lives for Christ. And Christ was that that picture of that, right? So he laid down his life for us, God, you know, as the human. The son but, of man. <laughs> so, you know, like, and, and again, Pastor Kim talked about this with the with the armor. Now, what's crazy is that to me, it just came up that, again, we talked about how, like, a lot of that armor is defensive. It's because, you know, we have to surrender to Christ because Christ fights, Christ fights our battles for us. He's the one that won the war. So we have to stay there and take you know, the beating is God shields us with the, with his the shield, yeah, you know, like, so th- there's a reason we're putting on the armor of God and we have the swords of the word ready there, you know, in, in prayer. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's just a, and this is something God's been teaching me lately is I need to surrender everything. I need to surrender my thoughts, surrender my mind. Like I don't need to fight it. I just need to give in to God. I don't need to force something with somebody at work to get them saved. I need to surrender to God. I don't want the work to be in my hands. It's not that God can't use that. He's done that before, but 
I want to be in complete surrender to the Holy Spirit's leading because there's going to be much more fruit from that person's life yeah. if I'm working in unison with the Spirit and they come to Christ through them allowing the Spirit to work in their life. Um, That's really good. What do you? Yeah, kind of an offshoot of that. Um, I just get really caught up in, um, yeah, that that Thanksgiving bit there, kind of in the beginning, uh, abounding in it with Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I don't know what was happening in Colossae, is that where the Colossians yep. are, um, at this time. But, you know, so much of Christ's teachings, like these are hard realities, right? And and there's a lot of difficulty that comes out of um, like truly walking the teaching of Jesus. Um, but here he's saying like, man, abound in these things with thanksgiving, be thankful for them instead of, uh, reverting to like a shame or a guilt or a, yeah. you know, taking it on as a burden. And I think the root of all of that is what you're just talking about. Yeah, Josh. man. And it's a surrender. Like we just got to be like surrendered to this abounding, thing. Abounding, abounding in it with thanksgiving. I think we just need to like really just meditate on the word, right? Meditate on these words. Abounding in thanksgiving. And, uh, the verse that came to my mind, and maybe it's because I'm in deliverance ministry, but it's like when the 70 disciples or the 72 disciples, they came back and they're like, wow, Jesus, they're like, holy cow, you know, <laughs> even the, the demons obeyed us, you know, yeah. and Jesus like, don't be excited about that, you know, be excited that your name's written in the, in the Lamb's book of life. And it's like, do we really like how much joy, right? The joy of the Lord is our strength, but like, what has the Lord done for us? Like the gospel, the mystery of the gospel, the power, mm -hmm. the completeness, the fullness, everything that he did for us abound in that Thanksgiving, like be thankful. Never let, never let a day go by without pondering the gospel. Mm -hmm. I think that's a the good news. A huge thing too, again, that God, again, with the Don't surrender like has, has really had to hit me on um, because we want to see things in our time and we want to be used the way we think we should be used. And God doesn't do that. He says, no, I know the way you should be used. Like, again, going back to Moses, Moses is like, no, don't use me this way. I can be used this way. And God's like, well, we'll try it your way and I'll show you how that works. But then very soon you'll, sh you'll see that this is the way you need to be used. Um, and so that, you know, Paul talks about this with the gifts, the desire, the better gifts that there's all these gifts, but yeah, it, it's, it, he's reciprocating Jesus words there that like, yeah, it's cool to, to show this power and stuff, but like the greatest gift that you can have is you're going to be in eternity with me worshiping. Like you guys always focus on the thing that's not the greater, you know, like that's why our eyes should always be on the father should always be on Jesus. You know, that's why he pointed us to the father so much. So it's like, you know, so many times we can't have Thanksgiving because we're always focused on the wrong thing. We're focused yeah. on the pain Make, instead it, of the guy who's going to comfort us through yeah, the pain. Oh man. What mm. you were just saying, it reminded me of a message that, or like a snippet from Vlad, Vladimir Savchuk. You know, he was talking about, you know, how the Lord gives us gifts, right? He's not going to take back the gifts from us after mm. he's given us the gifts. You know, you have the gift of tongues or you have the gift of prophecy, whatever the gift mm. is like, that's a gift that's been given, right? And it's because the Holy Spirit has been given to us, right? But the Holy Spirit isn't a force. It's not a power. It's it's a it's a being. It's God himself who is holy. And it's like yeah. if a friend gives me a gift, an iPad, like I can love. The gift is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. But the but the friend is the one that's, that's irreplaceable. Yep. 
You know, it's like I could lose my iPad. He gives me an iPad for Christmas. He used an iPad in his illustration. I can lose, I can lose an iPad. I can use an iPad too much. I can speak in tongues too much. I can, whatever it is, you know, Mm -hmm. but the friend is the one who I should, you know what I mean? It's, it's irreplaceable. It's, there is no monetary value to your friend. Yeah. It's, that's who we should be focusing on. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it's like a little kid being so excited for the gift, but like forgetting that, like, you know, their dad loves them and that's why they got him the gifts, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. Little kids, you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. using that as train an them example. up in the way they must go. Yeah. <laughs> you should be loving me. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta train them up. <laughs> until you love me, until you show me the right appreciation yeah. for this toy I'm taking away. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's see that. That's yeah. Yeah. Did you have any more to go off of that, Mark? Um, bit different but just what you're talking about john it made me think of you know jesus and him in the house of mary and martha um and kind of that same dynamic right it's like martha's all caught up in in doing this stuff um but mary's like recognizing the importance of the time the relationship the the, the, the individual like the brevity of being with jesus a bit of a strain from the gifts but yeah being focused on what's important and what the heart of the matter is yeah Yeah. all right let's uh go to the next slide there um so yeah just some points in here um walking in in him in faith abounding with thanksgiving we touched on that don't be fooled by the world or their traditions right now there is so much out there right now that it is easy to get confused especially with the age of internet and tiktok christian oh, tiktok you know you see one you... you know one thing about the trinity you, you know you can only believe that jesus is true we don't pray to the father and the son or whatever but then the next tiktok you hear is you pr- you have to pray to all three of them then you think no you just pray to the holy spirit no you just pray to mary like you hear all this stuff you know from like six different things right no, you know you see you pray in the spirit with the power of the holy spirit mm-hmm. In Jesus' name to the Father. That's mm-hmm. the correct way. Yep. So, see, don't <laughs> be afraid. No, <laughs> but that's, you know, it, it's so easy. And you don't even have to get on TikTok anymore. Like, you can just listen to people and culture come up with ways. That, you know, we, we talked about Roe versus Wade being overturned the other day and how people are, like, rationalizing that pro-choice is really the pro-life argument. Um, you know, and, and trying to rationalize murder of a kid. I, I saw something today about how it's like uh, abortion in, in the instance of rape only helps two people out, and that's the rapist and the abortion doctor. Mm. And um, anyways, it's just what I'm trying to say is that culture will try to skew the words of God and put it behind a veil at all times. There's so much stuff about you know, abortion, same-sex marriage, um, sexual identity and stuff right now, um, you know, race issues. And then if you don't side with us, you're on the, you're on the fence of evil. Yet, you know, it's like a lot of those people then when you ask them directly, well, do you condemn this as sin? And they won't, you know, they're, they're promoting that stuff. Like, so they'll try to get you into this you know, catch 22 of you can't answer me a good scripturally. So you're not really a Christian, but then you turn around and you ask them and they're just like, Oh yeah, well, I'm not going to condemn this. No, it's, you know, it's like, well, the Bible does, you know, so we got to have it both ways, you know? 
nothing new under the sun though. Like Jesus went through all that as well with the Pharisees, right? Yeah. Pharisees and Sadducees are always trying to catch him in those catch 22s. Yep. Yep. And you know, again, a lot, one, the, the left spectrum of our country will try to cast the um, right conservative Christian as the Pharisee. And it's like, but they in turn are the Sadducees. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they get in these fights. And again, this I'm not casting everyone under the sun under this. I think, again, like you said, it's the same in Jesus's time. There were people that were Pharisees that were listening to Jesus and were very heartfelt towards the Christians. Um, you know, you still have Jewish people today. You have Messianic Jewish people. Um, we still have debates with them about stuff, but then you had people on the other side who were pagans who were making fun of this whole thing, but they were just as religious in their secular ways. Um, but then you also have people who are secular that are really searching and it's like, so you still have this whole mix. Um, they had the Gnostics. Well, we still have some sort of Gnosticism here. They had mysticism and paganism going on as well. So that there's all this mixture of religion and stuff. It's the same. It's just different names. I, I think it's like a big problem too, is though that like everyone has a platform, mm-hmm. right? And we're not all following the lead of the Holy Spirit. You know, there's like heresy hunter channels. Like that mm-hmm. was never a thing like Paul never said like dedicate a whole ministry to like finding fault in your yeah. brothers, you know, cutting and, and splicing videos to make it even look worse. And, you know, those are those, everyone watches those, you know, it's like mm-hmm. why Bill Johnson's evil, like why, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like some of that is witchcraft, you know, mm-hmm. people are endorsing witchcraft thinking that they are, you know, being, testing the spirits like they Mm -hmm. think they're testing the spirits under the spell of a spirit Hmm. and i'm not saying like i'm not that's not endorsing like bill johnson or like other people uh that um you know like i'm just he's the only name Mm -hmm. i can think of right now you can think like benny hinn you can think of joel steve furtick yeah Yeah. these are just Um, the big name guys it's literally any name like i mean i've heard i've heard francis chan i've heard john piper i've heard i've heard so so many Mark Driscoll, you John know, MacArthur, John MacArthur, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard all these things like these are false teachers. There's a false. Mm-hmm. I think I've, I think there's a video out there that everyone's a false teacher. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I mean, everyone's a everyone's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Every it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, there are ones that have gotten a lot of things wrong. There's ones that have preached really poor, like really poor things. But like, are we supposed to dedicate an entire TikTok page to like derailing people's character mm-hmm. no but if they just believe the way i believe like everything would be fine yeah see that's because god believes what i believe fully 100 yeah. yeah. right god has to agree with me for it to be right yeah so that's like where the author of confusion stuff comes up too it you know that that verse is one of the more misquoted verses in the bible just because like anything anytime you see anything confusing it automatically be it automatically becomes well god isn't a god of confusion like are you kidding me imagine a donkey talking to you mm-hmm. you'd be a little confused you know like there's mm-hmm. there's there's things that god does that in our carnal mind is going to confuse us because we're walking in our flesh if you're walking in the spirit you're going to mm-hmm. know the things of the spirit um yeah no i i really encourage you guys i have uh I, I know I said it, uh, Pastor Kim had a really good message this weekend. We keep hitting around the same points as, as him, but he talked about that, about the, how that 
scripture is misquoted and like the helmet of salvation and stuff is um, important. Um, but we'll get back to this. Uh, so the, the last point there, again, like I said, is he is the head of all principality and power. So again, we talked about Ephesians 6, that we do not wrestle with flesh and bone, but of the, the principalities and powers that be in the spiritual realm. Well, this right here tells us God is the head of all principality and power, and mm-hmm. he fills us with that same spirit. He himself fills us up. So we have the keys of the kingdom of heaven and hell. Because it's no longer us who lives, right? But Christ in us. Who lives within us, yep. So, yeah. And I think we'll move to the next verse here. Um, one of you guys want to take that? Yeah, I can read it. Yeah, we've got Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever Amen. I think I added that up a little bit. Go ahead, Mark. Take a stab at that. What do you What do you pull out of that? Oh man, I was there's like so caught up in just reading that. So but. much stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a ton. Yeah. You spend another two hours talking about that. Yeah, I think we are. We had this verse in one of our other identities as well. Because I, I mean, I know I've read the Bible a couple of times. We probably said this verse a couple of times, but um, yeah, I just wanted well, it's to see. It's a pretty popular one. I mean, that's oh, that's yeah. quite quoted quite a bit. Yeah. But uh, different aspects, different aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Just again, we were talking about the filling in of the, the, the spirit. Like, again, he's praying that you may be filled with the knowledge that surpass or, or the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge. Right. You can't understand that kind of love that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, not just some of it, but the completeness of God. Again, that you may be complete in God is another way you could read this. Uh, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly, again, God, that we ask or think, he can do more than we even think, according to the power that is at work within us, which is him, the Holy Spirit that he is filling us up with and completed us with. Um, to him be the glory in the church in Christ. Go back. You, can you go back to the first one there too? Man. Yeah. So again, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts in the fullness to make it complete so that your hearts are complete through what? Through faith. So, yeah, I mean, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Faith is what the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. It's the definition of faith, biblical definition of faith, being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend so we have to have strength, right, to even comprehend the 
<laughs> the breadth, the weight, length, and the height, and the depth. And I think that's like an interest. That was one of the things I was talking about when it comes to, you know, God is not an author of confusion. That verse, like how we get hung up on any time there's something that goes beyond our breadth, beyond the length, beyond the height, beyond the depth that we think we have a, a grasp of. We we automatically throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like that's not of God because that's too weird or mm-hmm. that's too out there. That's too, I don't know, you know, like, well, we need, we need, we need to have strength to comprehend. Yeah. Well, and it says he's, we need praying. to have, we need to have faith. Yeah. For this yeah, reason, I, for praying. this reason, I bow my knees before the father. He's praying for us to be strengthened with the power of the spirit so that we can overcome the things that come our way so that we cannot be overtaken so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. So it's like he's praying the spirit is living in us to overcome things so that our faith may be built up so that we can be rooted and grounded in that love. Because if we don't experience victory, how can we ever experience that love of Christ and and feel that victory, you know, to and be this grounded is like, in it. This is an action too. I mean, like this is, this is an active thing that we have to do. I know like some Christians, maybe, maybe the Calvinist kind, <laughs> you know, even though I hate, you know, I went through my, I went through my spring fling of Calvinism, <laughs> but <clears throat> it, it, <laughs> it's just that we, it, like God does everything right. Like it, we're this, these, these are pretty clearly saying like all these things that the Lord is doing on our behalf and through us and for us. And it's finished, it's complete and all these things. Right. But like, it's still an action. Like for this reason, I bow. This is the reason I pray. We mm. need to abound in Thanksgiving. We need to pray for that strength and have that faith. Yeah. Like we still need to actively engage in this life in order to walk in that fullness. I know Pastor Kim, his sermon series, uh, you know, you talked about um, the promise or uh, what, what was it? Um, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but like the land was given to them, but then they had to occupy it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they had to step in and take it over. You still have to like, you still have to occupy it, you know? And mm-hmm. like, Oh, well, if you cheat it here, you do this here, you know, you might lose a battle. It's like Joshua, you know, it's like the, mm-hmm. the sin of Achan, you know, like taking this thing, like you're giving demonic power by doing these things against God. Right. And like, I don't know, that's a whole nother topic. We could go down mm-hmm. like blessing and curses, which I'd love to talk about at some point, mm-hmm. but Man, yeah, it's just, it's an active thing that we still need to do. Well, and, and again, just a short point at the beginning of this, you know, he says, again, he gives authority back to the Father. He He's literally acknowledging the authority that God has for all of this. I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. So again, he's basically saying that God is the creator of all. Anyone exists. Father of all. Families in heaven. Every family. Deceased families that are living in heaven or the family of the divine council. Like, what does that exactly mean there? You know, and then on earth, I think that's why he splits it up. So he is the father over everyone in heaven and on earth. So I think he's making a separation there saying he's the ruler over every principality again, as he says later in this uh, scripture. But like you said, John, where does this begin? on our knees in submission to God. We are surrendering our time to God. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. What is this reason I bow before the Father? 
to edify my brothers that they may be built up with faith and be strengthened in the spirit that comes through God to be fulfilled so that they can be grounded in love and comprehend with everyone else that love that mm-hmm. it, it, it to comprehend something that you cannot comprehend is what he's praying for. <laughs> Cause and it's it, like, and God, you know? <laughs> and God can do far more than you can even yeah. think. So it's okay. Yeah. You know, but I think that like proper hermeneutics, we got to understand like this, this is like, this is being written for believers. Like this isn't, um, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Like this isn't the initiation of salvation. This is because salvation is a plural, right? If salvation mm-hmm. is in the past, present, and future. It's yep. it's I think it's always a perfect occur- tense. Yeah, is it's what perfect that's tense. It's like always occurring. Maybe I'm wrong. Any of you English people out there? Yeah. What what's the, whatever the yeah. word for it. it? It basically means like you were saved, you are being saved, and you will be saved. Like yeah. that's what salvation means in the, in the Greek. Like. It's not just a one-time thing. Like you're born again at one point. Mm-hmm. God's grace was sufficient for all yeah, my sins. Yeah, like justification for all my and then yeah. sanctification, which we talked about, right? We went through all that. But like this is now written for the believers in Ephesus. So that was, I guess, my point that I was trying to make with, you know, like this is an action. Like this is truths that we need to step into, to accept, to understand about what's going on behind the scenes what god is up to like what is god yeah. doing for us right now it's a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> yeah no I, it, it's it, it's just kind of funny that i you know rereading that he's praying for us to comprehend with all the saints the breadth the length the height and the depth of god's love which surpasses all understanding and comprehension so he's praying that Basically, what he's doing is he's praying that God would open up our minds and teach us himself the truths of God that he did with Paul and the disciples. Like there's certain things in life that you're going to go through that you don't understand how the love of God came through and saw you through. And and this is where people have trouble, you know, like, why would God let my son die? Why would God let, you know, my significant other get cancer at 30 and stuff? But there's so many of those stories where you can listen to people who say, God saw me through because I surrendered to God and I found that there was a greater love past that. We're all going to we're all going to go through troubles. Someone's going to die some point in our life, yeah. some tragically, some what we would say peacefully, though I would say no death is technically peaceful when yeah, we don't really know. Yeah. When you're, you're like, oh, I would like to die in my sleep. Like, how do we know that's not terrible? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone you, that's done it's died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's like the, uh, you know, the old joke, which is like, how do we know that everyone slept, you know, played dead with bears survived? It's like, how do we know that guy didn't die? You know, that the one that was eaten was the best actor in the world. I think that's a Jim Gaffigan oh, yeah. uh, joke. Yeah, we know that that guy wasn't the best actor at playing dead. The bear was like, brilliant performance, but I'm hungry and you look like a burrito. You know, like, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this just shows you, though, like you said, he believes in the love of Christ and he is bowing on his knees in submission for others, not even himself, but for others so that they can know that love or be filled with that love to be basically brought up in the faith of the completeness of that knowledge of God's love for us. And I feel like that's what God has been laying on me lately with that surrender. You have to surrender. It's nothing you can force. Like this is something that even though we take actions, the action is surrender, surrender what to the word of God, to praying to God, to being filled with God, 
so that when I go out, it's God that speaks. It's God that I think about, you know, God all around me, God within me, God all around me. And these are steps we need to take. Yeah. Like there's steps that we need to take, right? When you say surrender, well, like how do you surrender to the word of God? It's getting into the word of God. How do you surrender in prayer? You need to go to prayer. I mean, it's like, we can't just think that God is doing all these things for us. He is. I mean, look at the text. We read, Mm -hmm. we read through it plainly, slowly. Mm -hmm. You can read all that amazing scripture right there, but it's still like, we still need to get on our knees, right? We still need to pray. We still need to spend time with him. Be alone with him. Like being filled with the spirit is still an actionable thing Mm -hmm. that we need to allow God to do in our lives. Yep. He doesn't just fill us like it's being filled or being baptized in the spirit is not just a one-time event. You know, we're all baptized into the spirit, right? Into Mm -hmm. one spirit. We're all baptized into that one spirit. But now Paul is telling already baptized believers to not be drunk on wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come into that completion, that, that fullness, that completion of the Holy Spirit. Come into that. That is something that we need Mm to, to, actively do yeah. right be alert with yep. all perseverance yep. i mean that's something that we are being commanded to do um that's not a step that's done for us yep. it's something that we actively have to do so yep. i'm really just trying to get that point across yeah. if you haven't noticed and i will say that this <laughs> i think these two point then that if you can be filled with the spirit after already the spirit resides in you because he says you know desire the greater gifts and stuff this Obviously, he's talking to the people then that haven't either experienced those gifts or that haven't stepped into those giftings. So even though we have the spirit, it seems like Paul is intimating that like there there are some people that, you know, like I'm praying for you. So if, if there's people that aren't experiencing that, you know, we're I'm not a condemner of that because I know I haven't experienced this fully. And this is something that I'm I'm praying about. I know we've talked about yeah, that yeah, and, yeah. and I've had people pray over me and stuff. It's a battle that you're, t- that you're waging in yeah. your end of like, Th- this is the surrender. Rub- yeah. yeah like, this I don't is- want to rub it in. You know, it's like when I, like I experienced mm-hmm. something awesome. It's like, I want to tell you about it because you're my mm-hmm. friend, you know, but it's like, I understand though on your side, you could have this, this accusation conflict with the mm-hmm. enemy where it's like, well, I haven't seen that, you know, so you struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And so many believers struggle with that very thing. And that's why the church is scared of the charismatic. We yep. don't want to even go down that route because it creates conflict, mm-hmm. but the conflict that's being stirred up is the sin. Like the sin comes from that. And we need to recognize that we can boast about the amazing things yep. that the Holy spirit has. It's not me. Yep. You know, but mm. it's also when we we want to see more, you know, it's mm. like, well, if faith is the substance of things hoped for, should we not walk in faith and mm. hope for things that we have not yeah. yet seen? Yeah, that's what faith is. Yeah. Like, stop living in doubt. Stop being a man tossed to and fro on the um, waves. Then that's where the, um, the the current status is right now, because I I used to be at that point where I'd be like. Obviously, we talked about this yeah, yeah. thing where I'd be like, no, no, that's weird. That's not that's not of God. And my systematic theology that I've been taught at this Baptist church shows me properly the way to think. But then I, I got through that. And so for a while, it was like, well, I believe in the spirits, but I'm skeptical. Now I completely believe in the spirits. I believe that God can do that. I believe that God can use me. But I'm coming to the point, and I think I've talked about this before, <clears throat> where I need to be in complete surrender to say that God, like, even if you don't use me that way my whole life and like I am supposed to live a life for you in complete surrender 
at my current workplace, reaching people with just preaching the word, so be it. If I can save people, that's what matters. If I can show people your glory, that's what matters. And I feel like that's where God's getting to me. Because if I can't do that without the gifts, why would God entrust me with the gifts to do those things? Mm. And so like, you're going to see all kinds of things though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's stand on that faith. it's not that I haven't had bits here and no, there. Yeah, I know, but the, I've seen you. I've literally seen you prophesy. Yeah, but <laughs> like, the fullness, <laughs> the fullness. Yeah. Like if we go to that second one, he's saying that uh, the the second uh, slide there, Kiefer. He says, "I pray that you may be filled with all the fullness of God." So that it, again intimates that some people are partially filled up with the spirit, even though they're covered with the seal of the Holy yeah, spirit ties into the spirit, but they just still... haven't. Yeah. They just haven't reached that next one. And and I guess this is the struggle with the sovereignty of God. So my more struggle now is yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I go and I feel not saved sometimes because it's like, well, I see all these other people doing stuff. God, why please choose me? Like I want to do this stuff, but am I doing that out of selfishness? And am I even surrendering what I currently have to God? Yeah. You know, so that that's where I'm at. We so, all battle with that in yeah. some regards too, yeah. right? Because there's always more. Yeah. There's I just don't want people want. to out there to feel that if you haven't experienced that, it isn't true. Like you said, it, it isn't true because you haven't experienced it. But if you're wanting those things and stuff, that's why Paul says desire the greater gifts. Because Earnestly it's, desire. Yeah, it, I think to me, Eagerly it's it's desire. just like some people get healed and some people don't. Why is that? We don't know exactly why. Why is it that God in this instant chose to heal this person and not this person? And and maybe this person is like literally seeking God out and, and asking for that in all sincerity. But for some reason, there there's something in the heavens yeah. and in God's plan. We the, don't know. We don't know. The word doesn't, I, the Bible is not exhaustive. I love that. Isaiah Saldivar always says that. Like the Bible is not exhaustive. It doesn't tell us everything. It tells us everything we need to know, right? Mm-hmm. Everything we need to know for godliness. Yep for holiness like everything is in there that we need for faith for faith yep but it doesn't but it's not exhaustive you know it's like do you do we really think that the god who who spoke stars into existence and like holds up the fabric of 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 existence the atoms the electrons the everything right he holds that all together with his thoughts that's that you can read the bible (laughs) in 72 hours that you think that reading 72 hours of his word is everything that god is absolutely not it just it's a mystery as paul says it barely scratches the surface and we we need the bible i'm not diminishing the bible at all it's the word of god but there's so much that we just don't fully understand and and, you know the spiritual warfare you you know you talk about i'd love to sit here and give an answer you know this is the reason why certain people don't get healed and some of it might be true, but then you get, but then you get those verses tossed in at times where it's like, you know, why was this man born blind? Like just to display the glory of God at this time, yep. you know, it's like, so is Christ a hundred percent meaning that in not, not in a hyperbolic way, you know, cause like scripture mm-hmm. can also be taken like with yeah. metaphor, with parable, with mm-hmm. hyperbole and like the Lord speaks in these ways too, you know, or we ask a question and Jesus answers our question with a question, you know, yep. like Jesus asked far more questions than he, than he, um, he asked far more questions than he answered, yeah. you know, and God was mm-hmm. the same way in the book of Job. He asks us questions. He wants us to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but 
Yeah, no, I mean, um, I'm going to turn it over to Mark if you have any uh, last words here because we... Just a rabbit trail, I guess. Yeah, just, no, just, it's, just, it's just coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're going to be wrapping up the episode here and I just wanted to yeah, see if there's anything Mark had. Yeah. Our cameras went out. Yeah, they did. For people, yeah, watching, you, on, for people watching on YouTube. If you're seeing a lot of my face and not their face, that's because we were having some camera, camera battery issues. So, again... We're working to solve issues. Um, we are not the richest people to, in the world. That's why you should go to the um, merchandise shop and buy great things like this mug. Yeah, part did, of you matter show, mug. did you showcase those? Um, you we did in there too? not, but that's the heart of the matter mug. I'm trying to drink have, from it regularly just to get We have camera. the uh, one that has this nice poster right on the mug there. You can go to the website there, the nice black one. Um, we do have... This one also in black um, with the 12 Stones logo on the back. Um, like I said, I'm wearing a, the PlayStation shirt. We've got a, a Testament shirt, which is a parody of Twitter. Um, we have a gospel one, which is a parody of uh, Google. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 it's a just, good way. It's not just exclusive to our podcast. Yeah. It's like other Christian stuff. And, and we're going to bring yeah, we're the word bring of faith up. line as well. Yep. We have the word of faith line, which uh, has different definitions of words um, in the Bible, like faith, and um, I think we have worship, faith, and I think baptism, baptism wasn't on there when I checked. Yet. I think prayer, I saw yeah. prayer. It's it's kind of funny, you know, I just want to touch on this too for people, you know, like where my mindset was, um, you know, like the last two years, I have, like, my faith has changed greatly. Like, I came out of, like, a second prodigal season, you know. And after going through deliverance, I had to get, I had to get rid of a lot of clothes. Like, I literally threw out, like, a ton of shirts and, mm -hmm. you know, I've gained some weight, too. I gotta, I gotta lose that. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, had to, like, I had to, like, change up my wardrobe quite a bit. And I'm like, well, you know, I want to represent Christ. I want to, I want to buy or i want to have a lot of christian representation clothing because it's a really easy way to like just share something start mm -hmm. conversations and and uh represent jesus 12 stones what's that yeah, yeah why yeah. has it got a well, big cross in not even necessarily this but i mean like your shirt's praise that's a cool shirt you know praise station mm -hmm. um it just like catches people's eye like oh that's a christian parody shirt or whatever you know that's mm -hmm. a cool shirt or get some thinking but it's just an easy way right it's just an easy way when you're not openly talking to everyone people can see what you're wearing mm-hmm so, you know, I'm like, I got to start buying a ton of new shirts. I'm like, well, why don't I'm so poor. My, my, maybe I'll just start a clothing line. Why don't I just start my own clothing line? And that's kind of like, I know that's what we talked about early yeah. on. You know, like, well, let's just start making our own shirts, you know, see if people like them. And here yeah. we are. Yeah, we're wearing them and we're selling them now. So that's cool. Um, I know I already plugged it. And then, um, again, like I said, like, and share, um, we have a bunch of different audio podcasts that you can reach us on, um, YouTube, Google, all that stuff. Yeah. So I want to say to Josh, so we're talking about the full, the completeness of God, right? Or the mm -hmm. completeness of Christ. How we got more in this series coming up. Yeah. At least another episode yeah. or two. It yeah. depends on how long we go with the next one. It might be one more episode, but, um, you know, we've, we've got more an identity of Christ coming up. Um, and again, if, if you guys want to hear us talk on a certain subject, you can always go to our Facebook page, um, you know, and, and let us know. We, we would love to do some responses on topics that you guys have. 
Um, you know, we also do have a prayer request on the website. If you guys want us to pray for you, um, you know, we're not just in this for the money, but it would be nice to get some, um, <laughs> but, uh, we, we are here to bless you and be, you know, be blessed. So I know, I know I'm like Peter. I say things sometimes. So, um, but yeah, we just, we want to do this ministry. We feel that we want to put out good, godly entertainment. That's the whole reason that we're doing this podcast and we want to do clothing lines and, and all this stuff. We want to do stuff for God. And to do that, we need people to actually purchase and buy things. Yeah, so uh, pray about it. Prayerfully yeah. consider. Yeah. yeah. If if you don't if you're not consider. buying something, mm-hmm. please pray for us. Pray that people come pray that a millionaire comes and decides to buy a, a bunch of things or to invest in us because we feel that God's going to do it and we want to step into that promise. Yeah, God gets the glory for all that. Mm-hmm. So Amen. So uh thanks for watching. Uh like I said, share. Go to our website, check out the merchandise shop, uh, check out some of the other resources that we have on there. Um, I know that we're going to be working on some things with the website, like getting like a, a missionary tab or something up there eventually. Yeah, we're going yeah, to release more um, mm-hmm. merchandising and stuff. So, um, you know, if winter coming up, we'll probably be doing some long sleeve stuff. Um, but yeah, we've got ideas in the works, guys. So, um, be the hands and feet of Christ. Help us to be the hands and feet of Christ as well. Amen. So God bless you and have a great day. Yeah, God bless. Hey, God bless, guys. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. If you've enjoyed it, please click the like and share buttons on whichever platform you're on. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We hope that you had a good time and hope the conversation brought some joy into your life. Have a blessed day and join us next time on the Heart of the Matter podcast.